0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Thursday to you. It's Thursday, February the 25th. And, Sixers got a big game tonight. Mm-hmm. They play the Dallas Mavericks. The reason why I'm calling it a big game is because Luka Donish is coming to town. Josh Richardson is going to be his first game back in Philadelphia. But, you know, this Sixers team that we see tonight, odds are that this won't be the same team post trade deadline. I mean, let's face it Sixers 21 and 11, first place in the Eastern Conference, but this isn't a team that can win a championship right now. The bench needs some help, they need some help making shots from the outside. They need an alpha dog, they need a dog. So today, what we're going to talk about is, I don't know if you saw it, but in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer's beat writer for the 76ers. This morning, I did an article that published this morning about Kyle Lowry and about the options that he has. You know, it came out earlier this week that the the Sixers had some interest in him. He could have been a possibility in regards to a trade candidate. So I just did some reporting and came up with some information. So I want to talk to y'all about that a little bit today. That will be in the first segment. The second segment will be some some more of that, some game coverage, some game stuff advanced. Then the third segment will be basically, you know, what comes to the top of my head. You know how we do. So let's get started. So here's the deal. So Kyle Lowry is going to go down as the most decorated player in Toronto Raptors history right? Vince Carter, you can't deny that Vince Carter, half man, half amazing, you know, was the greatest player to play in the franchise. You can't, No one can argue that. Just like no one can argue that Kyle Lowry was the most successful. You know, Kyle Lowry, six-time all-star. Kyle Lowry, who helped them win their only NBA title. Kyle Lowry, an Olympic gold medalist. He did all that while he was a Toronto Raptor. Well, this season, this COVID, this non-pandemic COVID, COVID season, the Raptors got off to a slow start. Team struggled. You know, Kyle Lowry is in this last year of his deal, making $30 million. And you look at it, and if you're Toronto, and Toronto, want, Toronto really cares about this guy. So it's one of those things where it's like, hey, look, if we can move on for you, if you want to go somewhere, and if you want to win another championship, we can put you in position to do that. The thing is, however, we want to get something back. We want to get some quality assets back. Now, what that can tell is some young talent draft picks, and veterans with expiring contracts. Right? You know, guys like that. Because, let's face it, Toronto wants to go on a rebuild too. Now, when all this stuff happened early on, the Raptors were struggling. Now, the Raptors are on a two-game losing streak. They lost last night to Miami. The night before that, they lost to the Sixers. But before that, they won four straight and seven out of ten. So, Be so it got to a point where they're starting to play better. But if this team knows that it's not gonna make go deep in the champion, go deep in the playoffs, it doesn't have a chance to win it, you might as well say, Hey Kyle, we wanna help you with your legacy. You can we can you come up with a team, we'll trade you to that team, and then from that point on we'll get some assets and move on. Right? Now the three teams that sources have said who have it who are a possibility are the Sixers, the Miami Heat, and the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, the Sixers, why do you ask the Sixers? Kyle's from Philly, and if Kyle would end up in Philadelphia, you know, since he's from Philly, he would like that. If but see now, let me go back a little bit. All this is Kyle's decision. The Raptors are leaving things up to him. But again, they want to be able to get something back about it. So the deal is, let's just say, let's just say Kyle says he wants to come to Philly. He likes Philly. He does. He wouldn't mind playing. He likes Philly. He wants to come. But here's the deal. If you have him, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid, this is a team that could come out of the East. That's a team that can battle Brooklyn. You know, right now, Kyle has that toughness. He and Ben Simmons wouldn't be a problem in the backcourt together. Why? Because him and Fred Blanfeet, are in the backcourt together. Two quote unquote point guards. Making it work. He's defensive minded. He's gonna go down as one of the greatest point guards to play the game. Dude is tough. And you will win now. That's intriguing. Now the thing is he makes thirty million. Thirty. So the Sixers are gonna to have to Get some, throw some salary in there to bring them in. Now, in addition to that, the Sixers aren't the only team, y'all. Yo. You got Miami. You have the Clippers, right? So, there are some options for Kyle Lowry to go places. He has a bunch of options. And that's the thing. You know, it's not like a one-team deal. And again, Toronto's starting to play a little bit better. You know, there is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's Betonline A G. Sign up today for your free account at BetOnline dot A G and use the promo code locked on for your fifty percent welcome bonus. Now you guys get subscribed to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. You can also read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer. You can go to inquire.com or you can purchase, if you're in the Philadelphia area, you can purchase a Philadelphia Inquirer or a Philadelphia Daily News and get our daily 76ers coverage. On Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. You can do the same thing on Instagram. Pompey on sixes. So, as I was saying, the 6s aren't the only option, right? You know, the Miami Heat would be a good fit for them. Now, Miami has to decide. The sense is that Miami really likes them, Right? But the thing is, Miami is in the same boat as Toronto. A team, they're the defending Eastern Conference champion. It was a team that a lot of people expected was going to do extremely well this season. They had bouts with COVID. They had a lot of other things that happened. So it came to a point to where you look at it and they're like, so we got Kyle Lowry. the final year of his deal, we have to be 100% sure that we really want to give up some assets for him if we're not going to go that far, right? Now, again, moving forward is great, but that's one of those things. Are we willing to do that, knowing that this season is going to be just a wash, right? So that's what's happening in Miami. Miami has been playing better with Jimmy Butler back. Miami has been playing better. Now, the team that's the best fit for him, the Clippers. I mean, I'm looking at that Clippers roster, right? And I'm saying to myself, if they go out there and they get Kyle Lowry, man. <laughs> if I'm Denver and I'm the Lakers, I'm like, whoa. We got a problem. I mean, because when you look at it, you got Kyle Lowry at the one. Paul George at the two. Kawhi at the three. Serge at the five. and You can just throw in anybody else, right? (laughs) I mean, they got a squad. I mean, they got a bunch of players. Now, the thing about it is, when you think about this, Ty Is a really good friend of um, Kyle's. Chauncey Billups. Now, Ty Lue's the head coach. Chauncey Billups is uh, assistant head coach. A really good friend of Kyle's. I'm talking about, like, close friends. I'm talking about, like, brothers from another type of friends, right? You got Marcus Morris. Another cat from North Philly on the team. They were teammates in, in Houston. He's already won a championship with Serge and Kawhi. So, to me, if everything's equal, that's the place. Now, again, the catch is, at the time, you know, if if Toronto turns things around, he may decide and say, look, I want to finish it out here. I do. Like, so, and that's what it. Is And secondly, Toronto, yeah, they're going to help him out if he wants to go. If he wants to go, you know, they love him. They want to make sure that this guy goes and becomes a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like, if he goes into the Hall, if he gets another ring, if he wins another gold medal, he would basically go in the Hall as a Toronto Raptor. I mean, that's a huge feat for them. They want to do him right. But at the same time, you're not trying to give them just away. Right? You just don't want to give them away. Like, okay, Sixers, you can have them. You know, you can just have them. No. Okay, Clippers, you can have them. No. They want to build their franchise, too. They want to continue where they are. I mean, they're two seasons removed from winning the championship. They want to be, they, they still want to be that squad. So, That's where they are right now. You know, that's where they are. And I'm telling you, the Sixers could get him. If the Sixers could get Kyle Lowry, Brooklyn is going to have some competition. Like right now I'm looking at it, the Sixers bench is not deep enough to go compete against Brooklyn. They don't have the firepower offensively to compete with Brooklyn. But if you bring this guy in, who's a winner, who's a leader, who's tough. He has, he does all the intangible things that the Sixers need. Some of the things they don't have. I'm telling you. Things will be good. Right now you got Ben Simmons as this multifaceted player. I mean, you see it now. He starts the game at the point. Sometimes he's playing center. Sometimes he's playing power forward. You see how Maxie has the ball. You see how Shake has the ball and bends on the floor doing other things. Imagine if that was Kyle Lowry. You know? It's an upgrade. And I like Maxie. I think he's going to be that dude. He's just quite not there this year. He's young. But right now, if the Sixers wanna win now, Daryl Morey said championship or bust, something like that. Well you gotta go hard after this guy, if that's what you're saying. You would think that you would have to go hard after this guy if that's what you're saying. But at the same time you gotta to be tough. You gotta to be you gotta be careful. Because you don't wanna go hard after him and don't have anything, any assets for anything else. And you don't want to get rid of Ben, Tobias, or Joel. You don't. You can't. You can't afford to do that because then you're starting over again. Now let me say, tell y'all this about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is an amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to your podcast at. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. And do yourself a favor and read the Sixers our Sixers coverage in the in the in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Alright? I am the only beat writer who has, um, excuse me, I am the, I have the only podcast that comes to you five days a week that covers the Sixers, right? In addition to being this host, the host of this podcast, my stuff appears in the Philadelphia Inquirer, the beat writer. Now let's talk about tonight's game. You know, Luca comes to town. I'm always intrigued to see how Luka Donich, Ben Simmons matchup, right? You know, they're different, they're, they're, they're different type of, type of player, right? I mean, if we're going to be 100, keep it 100, they're different types of players. Both are big. Luka's not as big as Ben, right? But when you look at it, like we said, Ben's a three-time All-Star. Lucas is two-time All-Star. He was elected All-Star Starter this season and last season. You know, right now, Ben is averaging 15.7 points. He's averaging 8.3 rebounds, 7.9 assists. His steals are down, though. He's 1.6 steals, down from a league-best 2.1 a year ago. He's a reigning third-team All-NBA selection. He's a a, a reigning um, first team all defensive player, right? You know he's he's been the man for the Sixers, like you know. But then you look at you look at Luca. You know here he is. He was the rookie of the year 2019. Now Ben was a former rookie of the year. He was a All NBA selection last year, a All Star. Whereas Ben is 6'10. Luca is 6'7. 6'7, 230. Right now he's averaging a career best 28.9 points. He's averaging 9.2 assists. And he's averaging 8.6 rebounds and one steal. Right? He started in all 29 games that he's played in. Right? He's shooting 34.9%. And this dude is a triple-double waiting to happen. I mean, actually, both of them are. You know? I mean, both of them are. I mean, Luca has 32 triple-doubles for his career. He has seven this season. He has 17 last season. And eight as a rookie. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy when, when you think of that, right? I mean, all those triple-doubles, I mean, this guy, I'm telling you, this is going to be a pretty good one. one. And the thing is, like, even if Ben doesn't start off guarding him, you know he's going to end up on him. Now, Ben Simmons has 31 triple-doubles. He had 12 as a rookie. He had 10 as a a second-year player. He had six last season. And he had three so far, has three so far this season. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing this matchup. I'm also looking forward to seeing Josh Richardson come back and play. But, you know. But, hey, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening. And have a blessed, blessed day. Peace.